0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host, Melinda, and I am joined by my co-host, Carmel. What's up, good people? And in studio today, I finally coerced him to come back. Mm-hmm. My my wonderful husband, Mr. John Volk. She
1: laid the guilt on me. <laughs> I did.
0: That's Horst. what wives do. Um, if you don't know much about my husband, which you probably do, because I post about him all the time, he is a former corporate entertainment attorney, and now he works at Sony Pictures, and I'm very proud of all that he does. Cool. Thank you for being here. <laughs>
2: happy to be here yay how's everyone's fourth my fourth was good Mm -hmm. what'd you do i uh, ate a lot of food Mm -hmm. popped off some m80s (laughs) (laughs) i'm not scared to say that i love it i love Um, it but yeah it was fun cool how was yours melinda
0: it was good because and yours was good because you spent it with me Mm, so look at god do that Yeah. Um. So thank you again for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Today, we are talking about one topic and one topic only. We are talking about why representation matters. We're going to go in on this whole Ariel controversy, but we're going to talk a little bit just about representation in the entertainment industry. So if you don't know what I'm talking about as far as Ariel goes, back in 1989, I was three, uh, <laughs> a uh, beautiful cartoon Disney movie came out called The Little Mermaid. Now Disney has been doing a lot of remakes of these live action films with CGI and real people. And it's really cool that they're kind of reinventing them and giving this generation the opportunity to see those stories in a new light. But there was a big controversy on who they cast as Ariel. They cast uh, Holly Bailey, who is uh, part of the duo Chloe and Halle that was discovered by Beyonce, and she just so happens to be an African-American female. Now, this caused waves on social media that... Pun intended. Uh, mm. <laughs> that <was> good, right? <laughs> uh, social media that point I... Point I was very proud of that, intended. actually. <laughs> pun intended. Um, that I was actually very surprised by um, because first and foremost, Little Mermaid is not a real person. It is a mermaid. It is a fish. Mermaids do not exist, and everyone was so upset by the fact that she is a black woman.
2: (sighs) So this this is a... Yeah, I was shocked as well. Not too shocked, but it's really been a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot more than I expected. I expected some, but it's a cartoon. Yeah. Like, I get, to some degree, how people were, were getting all up in arms about Idris Elba maybe playing James Bond. Okay, because you're used to seeing a white guy play a white guy. Cool. It's a cartoon,
0: and he was white in the books, wasn't he? in James Bond books? Right,
2: right, right. I this get is a cartoon, it. right? It's literally fake. They're mermaids. They're not real people, right? Like, no one's tripping off of like the fact they play, they cast a uh, you know a whole bunch of animals in Robin Hood. <laughs> That's a cartoon, and they they put animals. Robin Hood was played by a fox. No one got mad about that. So you little, put a black girl... A little different, though. How's it different? It's just, a whole different species.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's different because children enjoyed that.
2: Children, th- that's what I'm saying. This is all for kids. This is all for kids. I, I guarantee you there's not one kid that has an issue with this. Well, not, this not is
0: current adults. kids. This, this, it, is it's all adults. It's all adults because... And John, I mean, you've seen The Little Mermaid. I know it's been a long time, and I tease you because you don't remember any of these movies. But do you think there's a reason why our generation, because it's what they grew up with, that's why it's such an issue?
1: Dude, that's why Disney's so popular in general. Um, I think Disney gets you when you're young. Um, you buy into these characters; they become part of your childhood. You dress like them. You have action characters that are like them. You go. You want to go to the theme park, mm-hmm. um, and that follows you throughout your, you know, adulthood. Mm-hmm. This is another reason why y- you're completely fine spending, you know, hundreds of dollars going to the theme parks, right, right? as right. an adult to do this stuff. To mm-hmm. There's a reason also why Disney's just killing it at the box office with these live-action remakes. Mm-hmm. Those are as much, and it's for those you know people who are now having kids that are introducing their children to these things. And it looks a lot different when your Ariel is look it looks different, right? Um, it, that's I think that's essentially all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you're it's it's a part of it. Yes, on one hand, it's it's a character; it's everything else. But on the other hand, it's. It also becomes a mythology, yeah, um, for the, for these characters that you know Disney has um, pumped out and, and breathed life in, uh, and it it I think for a lot of these people, it's something that's almost foundational in their childhood that now looks different,
0: right. Right. And it's interesting. No, I I think that's that's a fair point and I completely get that. But what I am happy to see now is that for all the little people of little children and girls of color that didn't get to have that part of their childhood, mm-hmm. now we kind of get to pass the torch like hey, little white girls with red hair, they got to have their moment and they also got to have Cinderella and Belle and the list goes on. I mean, th- I I think th- I forget how exactly how many Disney princesses there have been. And of course we had Tiana in 2009, but she was a frog for 85% of the movie and that's it's a different conversation. <laughs> but now, people of color, children of color, get to have that experience of having someone how, that represents them.
1: How did you look at and appreciate Ariel as a kid?
0: For me, because I, I was a singer, I just loved the music. Yep. I loved what Tim Rice and Alan Menken did and all of those classic uh, film. So I didn't really look at Ariel as like, oh, I can't be her or I want to be her. I was like, mm-hmm. I just want to sing Part of Your World because I, that's how I'm feeling at the moment because I had
2: a lot of feelings. How I about the other... <laughs> yeah, I, I only looked up to Sebastian because he was Jamaican. So right. Was but that, and that's who, related, that's who you related...
0: That's you connected to, right? Yeah. But were you asking, John? Well,
1: like, So there's <laughs> Ariel, then there's other... Like, Would you have dressed up as Belle?
0: No, but I also... I'm not down with people dressing up their kids on any other day other than Halloween. I think it's weird. I think it's creepy. I don't like when you go to Disney <laughs> I, and dress as Belle. It's just weird to me. Sorry, I didn't if you mean that, like on listening. a Wednesday. I meant yeah. like on Halloween. <laughs> Some people do that on a Wednesday Some people, though. Yeah, yeah. It, and, that, and that's weird to me. Um, no, on for Halloween, I I, I never was gravi- I never gravitated towards being a princess. Never, not once. And when I was a princess, I remember um, uh, earlier, later on, I should say sorry, in elementary school, I think sixth grade, I wore a. A dress that uh, my mom had gotten me, I think, in a crown, and I just said I was an African princess because I wasn't trying to be a different uh, Disney princess. you know. But I think I was a little bit more advanced because I skipped grades and stuff, and I just was like, you know, they don't look like me, so I don't need to try to be like
2: them. Yeah, and, uh, and growing <clears> up watching <throat> any Disney movie or any movie in general that wasn't an all-black cast, I just watched the movie. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. Like, okay, cool. So it's weird now when you see, like, you know... A slight ethnic change and it's also considering our culture today it's a lot of mixed kids yeah, yeah, yeah. so it makes sense to now start making more blended films mm-hmm. so it's just weird people are not getting it like i'm pretty sure disney has a reason for doing this it, i'm sure it's well thought out and part of the controversy might be part of it as well but it's like okay there's a lot of people who look at a zendaya or Z- look at other black um, disney kids or you know artists or singers and these white kids don't think twice. Mm-hmm. They don't think, oh, my gosh, she's black. I can't I can't watch this now. I can't like that or whatever. They don't think anything. I'm sure like I wasn't a kid watching a white kid. I just watched the movie. Right. It's it's the adults that I get what you're saying, John, about how I grew up watching this. This is what I'm used <laughs> to. Uh, and so it upsets me that it's different. But mm-hmm. there's things that I saw as a kid. Like, I watched The Karate Kid. That was, like, one of my favorite movies ever. And when Will Smith's kid got casted, I was like, oh, this is not what I'm used to. This is right. different. But it's okay. Right. It's different. Right. So I don't understand when, there's, when it's Switch, when it's us getting casted, there's this huge uproar.
0: I think, well, I think we understand why there's an uproar. Um, but for some reason, when it comes, it's always a black and white thing, too. Yes. I feel like it's never, there's never like the Asian culture that gets upset about this or the Hispanic culture. It's always a black and white thing mm-hmm. when it comes to casting for some reason. And I think, our, I mean, population-wise, you guys probably would know after white people, what is the biggest population? in hispanics it is hispanics right i mean i would guess i would guess that too but i just feel like there's never been an issue when it comes to this stuff other than with black and white people
1: i what's interesting to me is like you're like oh it's you know hispanics don't get upset about this asians don't get upset about this but i don't even know if that's true like i I because only i've heard mainstream wise i should say but real i don't i don't think i ever hear about them from anything and that's just like Mm. because the people that i'm friends with and my social circles and whatnot like i i don't know of anything that rises to the level of maybe facebook thinks that like you know i'm out of that algorithm or something Mm -hmm. i don't know what upsets them i don't know what they're excited i don't see it so like we think oh it's a black and white issue
2: no there's been some i know there was i think Scarlett Johansson was cast Oh, that's in a the biggest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. supposed to be an Asian
1: character. Yeah,
0: that's true. And it oh, right. There was true.
2: some backlash, but it was, it's never anything like this. It really is It was bad for a second, and then like, ah, okay, whatever.
0: So do you think, though, because I was thinking just when I was younger, uh, and I would see you know, White Princess, I would just feel like, well, it's just not for me. Do you think that that's part of the attitude, is that with the Hispanic culture and the Asian culture, they're like, well, that's just not for me. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But black people are more like, no, I deserve to have that as well.
2: There, there is some of that, and I think also, to be honest with you, an Asian character or Asian, my Asian person can look at some Disney characters and see themselves because their skin tone is not much different. So mm. I can see, you know, mm. a Mexican girl can look at something and see it's not that much different. It is drastically different for us when it's a black. It's person. a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that to me is also it's it's very quick to look at something and and tell you, look, that's for me or it's not for me. I think. Asian and Hispanic communities also, you know, they're not the entertainment, um, I guess commodity that, that we are, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? So it's like, I know there's a, a bunch of Asian com- romantic comedies coming out and there's, you know, a bunch of Hispanic com- comics who are, who are popping off. Right. So there's, they have their kind of their thing that are they're just now getting to where we're, where we've been for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't think they have that same cross pollination issue. Um, but then eventually that'll happen. I st- and I still don't see it being like the black and white thing. Right, I've never right. seen it being as, as tense as it is when it, with us. Right. Um, and like, it's really crazy when people make a big deal about people that are not real people. But then we have stories of real people that have been cast as white folks mm-hmm. for centuries. Yes. And yes. no one seems to have a problem with that. And right. to this day, I always look at, at all old uh, Ten Commandments movies and you know stuff like that. I'm like, these people are all in Africa, yeah, <laughs> and they're as white as can be. Not one problem, <laughs> right. no issues with this. So it's like, we we're getting Ariel and or the, or the girl who played Annie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like th- there's stories, you guys, I, and I get this. What you grew up with, it's what and what you're they're used not to seeing—they're not real people.
0: And the other thing that I, I was saying to some people in, on my Twitter arguments and everything, because y'all know me, mm-hmm. uh, was that race is not imperative to a lot of these people's stories. That's a good point. You know, with Tiana, her being black and in the South and not being able to get funding. It was during the 1920s, hello, mm-hmm. not being able to get funding for her restaurant. That was imperative to her story. Mulan has to be Asian. That's imperative to, to her story. Pocahontas, don't even try to make her white because you can't. It would be mm-hmm. not the same story. That's not mm-hmm. what happened. And then Merida, who um, in the movie Brave, like all of their races and their cultures are imperative to their story. Little Mermaid is a fish. Let's just say that. So her race... Does not matter. I mean, people even tried to go to science by saying, Well, mermaids live under the sea, so there's no way that they could have any melanated melanated skin because they haven't been out in the sun for very long. I mean, people were really going there.
2: But not bring up the point that she's talking to a crab. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna use science to determine why she, her skin would be white, but not the And fact a seagull and, and a Siegel, fish and, yeah. and
0: combing her hair with the fork. Right. You know. It, it it's very <laughs> So wait, so Ursula,
2: so has she been cast yet? She hasn't. Okay.
0: The, Melissa McCarthy apparently isn't is rumored, but it hasn't been officially
2: announced. Okay. Cause she's purple. She is. So what color she's supposed to be? I don't know.
0: But I don't know if you saw the meme that someone said it has to be a white lady because who else would steal a black woman's voice? Wow. I died. Wow. That's great. <laughs> it was That's it was, is a bit much. But I, I'm I'm happy that younger kids will now be able to see um, this version of Ariel, and and I brought this up before. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a Disney TV version of Cinderella with Brandy as the lead, and then the prince oh, was Asian. That's right. the prince Asian. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg and Victor Garber were the Asian princes. Parents, mm-hmm. and, and it was such, and then uh, her stepmom was Bernadette Peters, and she had a black stepsister and a white stepsister, and nobody said anything about that. Granted, it was pre-social media era, so they mm-hmm. might have been an uproar, but that to me was beautiful, because it truly was colorblind by. It was casting. pretty good, if I it remember it.
2: was great. It. Yeah, 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 It was yeah.
0: great. It wasn't, it wasn't a big theatrical release, but it was a, a TV movie, and mm-hmm. that's what we would do. You know, we would mm-hmm. stay home Sunday night, it's like eight o'clock, the, the big Disney TV movie that was on, and it was fantastic. I never saw it. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Um, But another thing I want to talk about as far as representation goes, you know, I've heard a lot of people say like, Oh, you know, we finally need people that our kids can look up to. You know, we didn't have that growing up, but, I did have that growing up. Mm-hmm. And, and we were talking about this earlier, but I remember so vividly having multiple shows that had lots of all black casts or black leads. I mean, we had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, we had Family Matters, we had Hanging with Mr. Cooper, we had Sister Sister, we had Cartoon, The Proud Family, we had. um we had Rock. We had Rock, we had Friend, Steve Harvey's um, show, Cedric had his own show, the Wayans brothers had. Right, the, Bernie Mac had his own Bernie show. Bernie Mac had his own show. So I, I never understood why people say that. Because, and we had Moesha, we had the Parkers. I mean, the list goes on. We had the whole UPN. We had the Urban People's Network. Yes, okay. we did. <laughs> yes, we did, John. <laughs> and so I, I don't understand why people say, "Oh, we didn't, we don't have this." I mean, granted, today BET isn't really good with their mm, programming, yeah. but that programming was on point. But then all of a sudden, it just disappeared, and we haven't had
2: anything to replace that. Because I remember I had nights schedule, and I think every night it was a several black shows mm-hmm. I would be watching. Yeah, and it was natural. It was normal, and they were not all great some of them were like you know guilty pleasure shows that just right. were really stupid you just sure. watched, but like we have none of that now and it's funny like blackish is the only real show i can point to some people like empire uh, okay that's cool if you like that <laughs> kind of thing um but blackish is like really it and right. i know the the platform has changed We're more to hulu and netflix and amazon prime and all that but, but those things have been replaced like right. i don't see that happening now and I, I don't know if that's who that's on or why that happened so it's weird that we have to like fight and struggle to get you know, one person cast into a show and it's a big right. deal when we had a lot of shows where you didn't care what you did.
1: Right. We had our right. own thing. How much of this though is like, if you're, if you're a television production executive and you're charged with making a, a show that you're going to license to a broadcast network, a lot of that times, like you don't know what's gonna pop for people mm-hmm. right because it's everything is like if if things are at you know a certain ratings threshold you feel confident that it'll get renewed and that this is great and everything mm-hmm. back in the day right i i don't know and honestly it it's more along the lines to me of like do you remember when like like hip-hop artists from like back in the like 90s and 2000s someone would, Nelly, burst onto the scene and then like all these St. Louis rappers would get signed, right? Mm-hmm. Cash Money Records and then mm-hmm. like uh, uh over for the Ja Rule, right? Like those, the, the murder and then like yeah. DMX, like these people, they they suddenly get their friends all signed to things, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like the Kings of Comedy. Someone gets signed and it's like, then they all have their own shows, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like And it's like, For an executive or something like that, you're thinking, wow, you know, like Mm -hmm. this particular Bernie show is really working. Let's sign up Steve Harvey. Mm -hmm. Let's sign up, you know, like Dale Hughley. And like so that and that stuff tends to to work and like I don't know if there's I don't know if that's something if there's something to that and it's like something works until it doesn't. Right. I don't know.
0: So here's my question though, because in saying that you, they're remaking all these Disney movies because they knew that they were a hit back in the yeah. day. Why can't they look at black shows and see that they were a hit back in the day? And then it might actually, especially with this like social justice movement and people of color wanting to be at the forefront now, people would be happy to see, the, not those shows remade, but shows like that where you have all black casts or all people mm-hmm. of color cast. I, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I think you need to consider the state of television today versus back then. Mm-hmm. Um, today, today, there are the problems. Are again, like Carmel mentioned, right? People have shifted to Hulu into Netflix And in these in those. Uh, you know, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu. These these places are signing up great talent creators that mm-hmm. are taking their shows and they're unique. The, the creator of Blackish signed a deal with Netflix, right? Um, Shonda signed a deal with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like these people are are moving are porting over there, um, and honestly, those types of streamers can. Throw down the millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases, um, to these creators, where your broadcast folks can't do that Mm -hmm. because of again. So, like, if you are if you are a broadcast network, you make your money by selling ad time, right? And your ad time gets a lot more valuable if your show is really valuable, right? But the people who are actually subscribing to those channels now are aging. Mm. That's Mm -hmm. why, like, honestly, like when you look at like CBS, most you know the America's most watched network. What what kind of shows are on there? They're super middle America, super broad. They don't get offensive. They don't touch on a lot of things. It's just it's programming when you get home after work and you just kind of want to have it on in the background, right? So like that, like let's remake, you know, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Like, but why? Like though that demographic for those people, like that's that's not. It's a tough sell. Mm-hmm. And also that again, if if that type of Chris Rock getting, you know, like a, a new show or something like that. Like, why would he do that? He's getting, you know, $50 million to do a Netflix special. Right. So then right. I guess
2: then right. then in a, in a way that's kind of on us to uh, take our talents to Netflix, to Who, and pitch. Because I've heard this as well that John mentioned, that they are t- picking up some talented creators. I mean, like, it's a Ray I mean, she's on HBO. But, like, there, there's we're out there. I just also, I guess we don't feel like – empowered to do so because we don't see enough examples of it for sure for so sure. that's a huge thing and if and if it's you know your broadcast tv has definitely kind of gone away the dinosaur so more, is moving to a more streaming platform so i guess we need to figure out how to do that for ourselves and, uh, and no, maybe I agree, go the yeah. way she went make it on youtube and make it up for public consumption and then have someone sign you that way because you know we're not going to get opportunities in the other way other than showing that there is value mm-hmm. you know if we, if we can get our own subscribers and viewers on our own so it probably wouldn't give us a chance to do it.
0: For sure. And uh, somebody mentioned that also on Facebook, that they were happy that there was going to be a black aerial, but they kind of were getting annoyed by us feeling almost like a second-class citizen in the sense that we're just recycling something and mm-hmm. not being able to have our own original um, content and programming anymore. But I also don't know how many uh, people of color are working diligently to get into the writers rooms are starting their own production Everyone's companies. trying to do that. I'm not yeah. to speak of people no, of color no.
1: but like but if these people feel called, they come out to Los Angeles with a dream to mm-hmm. do this stuff. Mm-hmm. They have their, you know, their spec scripts written and everything. Like everyone's trying to do, you know, the best that they can in this sense. Um and I think that's probably regardless of color. Mm-hmm. And I mean honestly, like that, you know, the the and for for readers for producers like you're looking for fresh voices that really just pop right and so like in that sense like tell your story a, right. a, a lot of times that that ends up happening right so like it's just it's just a it's a, it's rough real talk though like it's really difficult to get anything original made for features wise right it's just uh, unless unless you are making some kind of indie darling that. You know, either you go the traditional festival route, or you just know someone that that gets kind of some mid-tier budget thing made, or it right. gets snapped up by a streamer. Right. Um, look at again, you 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 shared some meme or something about like well, what year is this? Because they looked at the marquee of what was being shown. It, it was, was like
0: Toy Story, Men in Black, Chucky. Um, it was just like all stuff from yeah, the nineties, two thousands. Yeah, and
1: that's and that's because like, well, again, if you're gonna if you're gonna pour a hundred million dollars into a production budget. In the case of like you know a a Men in Black or Toy Story is probably you know north of one hundred and fifty or something like you you want to have some kind of built in confidence that there's an audience still there that has their appetites wet. A lot of times like so uh, there's a movie that just dropped on HBO that's called Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people who have seen it. Tend to really like it, yeah. but that was done by Fox. It was done at a kind of a significant budget for for that type of movie. Well, also, because the names that were
0: in it. There was the, the, yeah, it had, had
1: yeah, like a list actors, and that that was great. But it was it was a wholly original story that was a hard R, Um and it bombed. It just yeah. tanked at the box. And yeah. like when you have again, if you are an executive, I said television executive executive before, but now if you are you know a, a features uh producer, right, mm-hmm. like. These people, it, it's you're not gonna stick your neck out on the line and try to guess what's gonna pop. You look at to past performance. So like right. when these things stand out, like the bad times, bad times at the El Royale, great movie didn't resonate at the box office for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be so much more hesitant to do that.
0: But how much of that do you think is actually marketing? Because I remember Ridley Scott saying, you know, Oh, if I cast so-and-so from so-and-so, I'm not going to get the funding for it. He's basically saying, if I cast this person the color that nobody's heard of, I'm not going to get the funding. But it's like, if you have a talent and you have a good script, shouldn't you just market it and show people what it has the capability of doing rather than just assuming because they're unknown people or it's an original story or it's people of color that it's not going to do well. Because if you already set yourself up to fail, you're going to fail.
2: It, I, I think it- it's, it's a bit lazy, the way a lot of producers and directors go at, it. and I get it because, yeah, they got to get funding and they want to make sure there's a return on their investment. So taking a chance on an actor that no one knows, but they fit the actual profile of the people that actually, you know, that are doing a historical film. So you should have, you know, historical accuracy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, no, it'd be easier if I cast Russell Crowe and such and such because you know I know people are gonna go out and watch him and watch this story. So Will they, though? Because I don't think nobody son Noah. That <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> was a little bit no, different. No, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. What was the other one? The, uh, well, then there's the Christian God.
1: Bale as Moses. Yeah. There's another one. Those are just stories that are in the public domain. That you don't have to pay for rights. For. That Well, see, there you there go. go. So they're you like, like know. de facto sequels. <laughs> right. Right. Of the book. Right.
2: <laughs> and see, then, then that gets into a whole other story because I keep getting into arguments with people about. You know, Moses being black and people in the Bible being black. And I'm like, I know you've been raised and trained to understand this as a certain way. So it's kind of hard to fight that. You know, there's a, some cognitive dissonance that happens when you tell someone, yeah, Moses was hiding in Africa. You can't hide if you're white. So, you know, it's like th- these things are just, if you think about it, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because it's how you were raised and we get it. But when I reveal the truth to you about something in light of what's going on in this situation, can you just see what we're saying? Like, it's just, it's so hard for people to get it. Like, it's, if it's not a big deal for you to play a black person, why is it a big deal for us to play a white person? Mm-hmm. It's just a the character. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not real people, right? But I, so I don't understand why there's so much angst in that. And going back to what you said, John, about how, you know, taking a risk, like, why do you think they cast this black girl to play this character knowing that this could happen? Like, what, What's your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, because, think about it. We're sitting here on a Sunday talking about it. Yeah. mm Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, it, look, look at all the social... Media, not that they would anticipate like it would get to this kind of fever pitch, mm-hmm. but in general, the, the company that can take those kind of calculated risks is a Disney um, because they just have, you know, a firm, um, a firm grasp on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I don't know if they thought that it would, it would take this tact, but by and large, I, is any of it bad?
0: that's the thing and you saying the word risk i want to get to the point where casting a person of color is on a risk you know and that's yeah, the but I, I yeah so i no, get you saying because it's a character switch from what people know yeah but i, I wish we could get to the point where she's like oh she acted the part well she sings the part beautifully she can look like a princess yeah it doesn't matter
1: no i get it but honestly it's it's everything's a risk everything is a risk cast casting ethic looking and i'd say that you know pejoratively almost but like uh, for Aladdin, you mm-hmm. know that's a risk by not you know casting someone who's kind of ethnically ethnically ambiguous, mm-hmm. right, to play mm-hmm. Aladdin, mm-hmm. someone who's more well known to play Aladdin. Like these, like those are all risks when you cast anyone in any musical. Are they going to be able to sing? Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I've seen them. I but how how are they? Are there is there choreography on point? Right. Like all of that stuff's a risk. So like mm-hmm. I get that the fact that like. It's a true like for most of America. That's a truly fresh face, right? It's just it's a shame that it's taken this kind of, uh, this turn. That's like, well, no, it's it is about race. Like, Mm -hmm. let's be honest, it Mm -hmm. is about race, right? For sure, and that's what's it's it's unfortunate about. about I'm I'm
0: gonna disagree with you though, because I don't think that everything's a risk. Because I think when you automatically default to whiteness they feel it's a, f- a safe play and I don't think it feels risky for them in certain situations because they know that it will sell quote unquote or these people are safe or like oh white people is the, is, is the dominant um, uh, race in this country so everyone's going to feel comfortable seeing these people on, on the screen regardless of what race they are because that's what they've been known to be the default race their entire lives be it black be it hispanic be it asian and obviously white so I'm going to challenge that a little bit because I don't think when you're casting a white person they feel there's any risk involved unless it's like you're casting Russell Crowe to sing Javert and Le Mis. you right. there. That was the risk there, but so, not casting right. him yeah. as as the white man.
1: All right. So you're you're in the casting room, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you ha- like who of the of the white girls? Who do you cast? Because like you, this thing like they look at they they can look at things like okay, well you know Miley Cyrus. Look at how many followers she has. Mm-hmm. Look at this. This is going to be like a Lady Gaga type right. moment of a Star is mm-hmm. Born. This could be this could be completely her thing. Mm-hmm. Or other people would be like, well, but what, what kind of downside? does that have if,
0: so my for you yeah. talking about for ariel correct yeah. if anything i would do what they did for aladdin i would cast someone that had played little mermaid on broadway if they wanted to be safe and then cast ursula as a woman of color like queen latifah or i mean i wasn't for lizzo but i love lizzo and she's blowing up now and people would go see it because everybody was was championing for her to be so i would cast a woman of color to be ursula that has a bigger name than who would play ariel if that's and that would be safe but also taking a risk in a sense
2: yeah because no one really tripped out that you know Will Smith was playing the genie in Aladdin. Well, they tripped out because
1: they're did like... They really? Oh, yeah. Because that first trailer was not... It was, the,
0: it was the first trailer, but his reviews after were mm. really, really great because he did do a good job. Sure. But nobody knew who Aladdin and Jasmine were because you didn't need to know because right. you had Will Smith at the helm of this movie.
2: So then if they got a bigger name to play Ariel, would this be an issue?
0: Not if it was a white girl, no.
2: Oh, yeah. No, no, of course not.
0: But like, if you had like Kiki Palmer play her, mm. people know who Kiki Palmer is. Mm-hmm. I still think there would have been an issue. Wow. You know? Um, I, I thought it was going to be Zendaya, for, to be honest. That,
2: that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. And,
0: and if it was her, I don't know. I think maybe people will be a little bit more accepted, accepting of it because they kind of know who she is. And people mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know who Ali yeah. Bailey is. But you're still going to have those people come out of the woodwork like, Ariel's supposed to be white and red hair and blah, 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 There's blah, There's a blah, blah. Christian
1: Facebook group that is against yeah, people have as been As soon as you that. said Christian Facebook group, I was like, all bets are off. Whatever you yeah. <laughs> say. <now." laughs>
0: right. There's there's a couple. There, there's some people, you know, on on Twitter. Twitter is my favorite place to to troll people and have them troll me. And, and mm. I know I'm terrible, mm. and I need to find something else to do with my life. But I love it. Um, but there's a lot of people on Twitter, and and I try to look and see, okay, is this a real person? Is this a bot? Is this a fake account? But there were a couple people that were truly passionate about it. Like, look. This was my childhood. This is nostalgic for me. I want to see what I knew, and it's. I, I get that. I do. I respect that opinion. But it's okay to have something be a little bit different.
2: It's okay. So I wonder for us if they remade Coming to America, mm-hmm. and he, they weren't from Zamunda. They were some from some mythical place in Europe, and it was a white cast. Do you know about Zamunda? What do you know about Zamunda? <laughs> would we be upset
0: of course we would because it's their race is imperative to I'm their saying, story i'm saying
2: if it wasn't zamunda or let's say let's say it was the last dragon you were in the last dragon Barry gordy's last dragon.
1: that was probably
2: one of my favorite movies of all time don't growing think up i have seen that to be oh honest
1: i don't know about any of this stuff i know you don't don't, don't know about
2: <laughs> last dragon so basically it's a black family that grew up in in new york and the dad owns a pizza shop and the son is like a kung fu uh guru so like there's no reason for them to be black so if they made that with a white cast um we should be okay with it, but we wouldn't, but be.
0: we're not okay with it. And the reason why we're not okay with it is because we have very little to have. We have very little to, in the first place.
2: Sure.
0: But That's if the why.
1: argument is this is an imperative to the story. Right. So why can't we change things? So
0: Technically we shouldn't be mad. That's correct. Saying, right. But this is, we know that there's more variables to this. <laughs> we course, know. Yeah. And yes, it is a hypocritical for sure, but I'm saying yes, Technically, we shouldn't be upset if they redid that story with a white family because the race has nothing to do with it. But the problem also is on top of race being imperative to certain stories, black people of color, I'm not even just going to say black people, people of color, and that means everybody that is non-white, they do not have enough stories for their children or even as adults to look up to and be like, oh, I can connect to that person. I I can relate to this story. I see myself on that screen, and that's why representation is so important.
2: And I think it... Cause I know where John's coming from in, in, in the perspective of a producer, executive producer, you know, a studio putting up the money to mm-hmm. fund this film. Because, like, if I say, well, there's not enough, you know, uh, Indian characters, you know, we need characters, from people from Sri Lanka who want there's not enough people to even go to the theater to pay for the budget that it's going to cost to make this movie. So I get that. So then there should be a way of inclusion where we're bringing in those characters, those people of color, into films. That have enough to carry it, where they're not having to incur this risk or this 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 budget loss, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think if it's big films like you know live action, you know, uh, Lion King, Little Mermaid, whatever, that's a way to get people of color into these films, so you can start building out more maybe spinoffs or more si- situations where it is an all black cast and right. all h- Indian cast and all Southeast Asian cast, whatever it is. Um, there's ways of doing it. I just th- I just think a lot of them are just lazy. And what's crazy is when you take the risk, typically it pays off Mm -hmm. because like, I know more black folks are probably going to go watch The Little Mermaid because there's a black, one because of the controversy, but one because they they casted a black person Mm
1: -hmm. in it. Does it outweigh the number of white folks who won't see it because of that? They're still going
2: to see it. Uh, still still gonna gonna see it one, and I
0: think that we also are forgetting how valuable the black dollar is.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Do you think Disney's forgetting that? Though? You know what I mean? Like this is the whole thing. Is like wh- when Disney made this decision. Like, why yeah. would they have done that uh, again? Like, because I'm much more the opinion of uh, that. Like, I, I don't even. I don't see this as being bad. Mm-hmm. because i do think that people will still see it and then mm-hmm. in fact like you can actually grow the pie by getting more people to see it for sure um because of this and again you know like um we're all talking about it for a reason yeah right?
0: no for sure um I, I think it's gonna do even better than we probably think it will because of this i do i think you have you know uh, uh, the social justice warrior uh, people that are not people of color that are going to go support it to you know stick a whatever to the white people that don't want to see it because, Mm -hmm. and then you're going to get all the people of color to go see it because they finally feel like, Oh, I get to see the little mermaid as someone that represents me. But I have a question for you guys. And and I've mentioned this to John before when it comes to like casting or television. And I was talking about uh, that one year when the Oscars were so white and there was Mm -hmm. no people like literally no people of color nominated. But I read this article that said that a lot of TV and film truly represents what the actual population of yeah. the united states is except for asians except for yes that's true mm-hmm. um but they have their own thing to be honest <laughs> like they just have their <laughs> yeah. own stuff yeah. they really don't get involved in all this nonsense i mean they they had crazy race asians and i feel like they're like we're good you know mm-hmm. i could i don't want to speak for asian people because i'm not asian but i feel like they're just not going to be as loud as as black people are about yeah. these situations but i find i found that interesting that they're like yeah it sucks but this actually accurately represents what the population is. And I'm curious what you guys think about that.
2: So we're talking about the population in terms of like...
1: Like 13% of... of, Is black people. Yeah, is black people. So like you'd have 13% of roles going to Mm -hmm, to black people. mm
2: -hmm. It's an
0: interesting Mm -hmm. way to look at it.
1: I honestly, I look at this way the same way I look at um, broader employment and even um, affirmative action in schools, which is just like the sheer number of things are entirely different um, when you when you look a little bit behind the numbers, so like, for instance, oh, okay, like for, if you are if you are a black actor, mm-hmm. right, it's very in vogue to be Mahershala Ali, right, mm-hmm. because like he's going to whatever he's like he's looked at like oh he's gonna get an Oscar nom no matter what, right? Yeah. Affirmative action, like it it works really well for um for people of color who are in top universities. Mm-hmm. There's a significant underrepresentation for people that are in state universities. Mm-hmm. Like and that's cuz like honestly if i if, if i were to take the the SATs as a person of color and i get, you know, i don't know, 1350, 1400, something like that. It's like it's it's good. It's not great, you know, but i get admitted into Princeton and i also get admitted into, you know, just name some other kind of middling college mm-hmm. that's closer to home like why would I ever forego Princeton you know right, so like right. you have these people that like and it's like well it's wh- not fully rounded it's not rounded out it's like or or you know or women in the actual workforce It's like no no it's it's, it's approaching you know 50 percent that's great it's like but what are the senior vice presidents mm-hmm. you know like who, who are the, what's the executives made of because like right. when that number looks a lot different when you get to higher ranks and those are people who tend to have a little bit more weight behind them and they 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 can fill out their teams you know with their headcounts. Um, so like th- it doesn't the the my my uh, my take on it and my kind of criticism about the, the the representation across the board is what's kind of what's what's more meaningful than the, the sheer numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if I'm if I'm putting myself in you know if I am a an Asian American actor trying to trying to make it in Hollywood. It doesn't look great. Right. Again, mm-hmm. there's a you know, the crazier agents that's cool. And there's probably some other supporting characters, but mm-hmm. like what you know, like what did John Chu, I think his name was, like it for searching, you know, or Daniel Day Kim, like you have like two or you know, you have like a handful of these guys and that then you have just kind have, of like, made it.
0: Jackie Chan, who's yeah. a different right. brand. Right. Of, yeah, and then you movies. have yeah. like and yeah.
1: then and then it's everyone else is just kinda like it's just small bit parts. It's like, yeah. no, you're credited and this is this is fine, but like when you look behind it it's It's rough, which isn't to say that, like, I still don't know if that's wrong, because, like, when you look, like, the, I don't know. I don't don't know.
2: So, I guess, like, to your point, how you were comparing the workforce, like, yeah, there might be a lot of women in the middle management section. Yeah. But they're not in the executive. and In the upper. I think that's kind of the point we made earlier about all the TV shows. They were kind of middle management shows. There was a bunch of those. Yeah. There was a bunch of the just mm-hmm. regular old shows we could just watch. Yeah. It wasn't like, we always had Denzel. We always had Morgan Freeman. We always right. had Will Smith. But it was those middle management type shows that we could see on a, on a regular basis, kind of consume. And that kind of gave us this feeling of just like, okay, I, I have a feeling about myself and my, my environment. I see something that's similar to me, something that's not something, but it's still me. Mm-hmm. That's what's gone. That's yeah. where we're like, where did that go? Because now Blackish kind of is that executive show. It's like, it's the only show we really, really right. have to look up to or. Or something like Power, which is like that. What yeah. The hell is that? That's nowhere near one like, <laughs> right. right? I don't know what that's going on. Right, yeah. right So it's like, right. it's, just, it's just such a weird, diverse, like, dearth of those kind of shows. So like, part of it is on us, again, to get those out there. But it's also taking a risk. Like Black Panther. That was a ridiculous risk to take with a guy who doesn't, you know, uh, Ryan Coogler, with Michael B. Jordan, all these people. Like, you really don't have any kind of... And it killed.
1: Mm-hmm. It was so good. No, yeah. it was mm-hmm. so good. Yeah.
2: So, like... Yeah, it doesn't mean the next one they do is going to be as great. But look, it, it take a chance, see what happens again. Uh, or that's a Jordan Peele type person. There's there's obviously risks that could be taken that you've seen. There's been rewards to. That you can also probably eat a couple. Okay, we'll take a loss on this. Mm-hmm. You take several with Adam Sandler movies. I mean, <laughs> I mean, mean the, on.
1: only Netflix has taken those now, right? Well. Now, when Netflix takes now. everything.
0: It seems. Previous to that, we had several <laughs> horrific. No, films for sure, work. for sure, and like like feature film like release, which yes, is crazy. But it, he has a very specific demographic that I just don't think he has anymore. It was like when you, John, were like a teenager. Is when you were the was same age. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> he just so "Yeah."
0: Well, you're a little older than me. When you were a white yeah. teenager. Yeah. <laughs> when you were a very white <laughs> <Yeah>. teenager. <laughs> Remember, remember you're not, when not you as white and you got a black wife <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but seriously like I rub on, on him so much sometimes I look at him like why are you so black right now <laughs> um I do <laughs> you're like eh. um well this was a good conversation yeah so what would you suggest since you work in Sony Pictures for because we're in this nostalgia phase and they are just rebooting a lot of stuff but how would you suggest p- to people to get like original material
1: it just has to be really good it has to be really, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's the end of the day. Right. Um, I, I, I honestly, like, aside from what I've said, mm-hmm. it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just rough. I mean, like and that's and all simple. I can. There are people who, you know, will uh stake their entire lives on getting their stories out there and, you know, making those as, as polished as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's just a rough sl- I think that uh, the other thing is like, I, we can talk about how things are broken and everything, but like, if you look at the, Things I think the intentions behind a lot of people are getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's, you know, like the the old dinosaurs that need to die off like yeah. <laughs> across the yes. a, a lot of part of society. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so like maybe that's just and I don't want to say it's a waiting game, but like there I, I think there are significant resources and especially, you know, with the with the Me Too movement, with the Times Up movement, with there's a spotlight on this stuff yeah um with uh with francis mcdormand when she you know had had mentioned you know getting those writers in for for that and it's honestly it's it's getting more people to buy on to Mm -hmm. that and just look a little bit broader Mm -hmm. um to to truthfully tell the most interesting most nuanced story that um that they can and honestly it's people like disney that are doing this in the first place like we're talking about it but like they aren't, you know, pulling back on that casting. They're like, yeah, what? Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, it's so true. like, so like, I, I, think we need to give some, some credit to that. And, uh, that, I mean, I think, I, th- that's it. It's just, it's, it's rough, but people are doing it.
2: I guess, and I also want to figure out if this will change. It's just the tension between people and the representation of that's not what I know. It's not what I like. So I don't want to see that. Like, I, does that change ever? Like, you know, what if they made Triton, uh, King Triton? Maybe they made him gay. And they just do another merman down there because they don't have... Because, look, there's no mom no mom. Well, in now you just story. changed the story. Why not? I'm saying just make him gay because there's no other... There's no wife in the original story. Right. You just throw another dude down there and, you know, they right. send Ariel off. Okay, cool. Would that have been okay? I'm saying, like, wh- when do we have to get to the point where we stop having such a tight... Like, it's got to be this way. There's no, like, you know... Uh, I don't know how you put it? There's no, there's no reason why we can't add to these stories and change to them. We've been doing it for for centuries. But also, like, it's you know,
0: not our story. Disney can do whatever the heck they right. want. Right? They stole it from
2: somebody, <laughs> so it's like whatever.
0: <laughs> That's true. The original, but nobody's nobody's trying to actually have the Hans Christian Andersen versions of these stories because no. they are morbid as all get out. That would but be Disney fun. Can, I,
2: honestly, I'm, I might like to see some of those done done like to the original. They're horrifying. Page. Have really you read them? Brothers Grimm, yeah. Brothers Grimm, and all yeah. Like they're
0: horrifying. I love them, so when yeah. people are like, "This <laughs> isn't," the,
2: of course you do. Uh,
0: but look, like people are like, "This isn't the original story." It's like, do you know what the, original, know the original story, story is? Exactly. I don't think you really
1: want the original story. I think all this boils down to people having too much time. Oh, for sure. And having just you know a, a megaphone at their fingertips.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And see, it's the way they're playing it out too. Like I don't remember movies in the day, back in the day, where they like announced the cast per. Character like this.
0: Well, there's no, there was no platform to do it on.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you that's could, or, or you could just, you know, put a release and deadline or Variety or something, but then it, it doesn't it still get doesn't get to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So like, that's this is like
2: character per character. Oh my god, this person's yeah. playing, and it's it's like a huge deal. I'm like, what? Of did course, start doing this. Well, there's people yeah, like yeah.
1: again, check the charts for trending hashtags on Twitter. Like there, if you if you are in Disney and you're in, in marketing you love seeing that stuff for and you sure. want to draw oh, yeah. that out to the to the greatest extent possible. Mm-hmm.
0: But also for us as humans, how we've evolved, there's a sense of immediacy as well. Like we yeah. have to know everything right mm-hmm. away. So if we didn't know who the cast was before we saw the trailer, we'd be like, why didn't they announce it? Why didn't we know that this person was going to be in a Blah, 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 I mean, they already released the, the trailer for Mulan and that's not even out until March of next year.
2: Oh, wow. They know? live action Mulan?
0: Yeah, but wow. there's some issues because there's She's no shoe <laughs>
2: She my name
0: be. is mulan oh my god could you imagine no see mulan's race is imperative to her story right. but yeah there's no mushu there's no shang and there's no songs I don't know
1: any of these people
0: i know you don't well you need to have a disney night he will not have a disney night with what? me he won't
1: he you, you don't have a favorite disney movie or story i don't i'd have to think about it i like the lion king
2: a lot okay mine's jungle book i like Jungle. did
0: you like the live action jungle book
2: i did i liked it I
0: too did. I do. I he's really good. think that John Favreau did a great job, and I can't yeah. wait to see Lion King. I'm really excited. John Favreau,
1: for it. in general, is just solid. He is. Yeah. He's fantastic. He's a, he really it. is.
0: Well, we are glad that you guys tuned tuned in today and joined in on the conversation of representation. Well, thanks for hanging out. John. Yes, thanks, John. Oh yeah, you were coerced. You didn't know. I was. (laughs) It's okay. It was our marriage vows. Um, so let us know uh what you think. And of course, at the end of each uh, episode, we always talk about a person, community, organization that is doing good in the world. And today, y'all just need to follow Disney because they're doing good in the world because they cast a black (laughs) Ariel. So that's the organization that I need y'all to follow. Okay. (laughs) Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, message us, let us know what you think, and we will talk to you next
2: week. Peace. Bye. And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.